I'm Liz Hinkle at TIA National Headquarters, and we are pleased to welcome you to the Transportation Intermediaries Association's TIA Delivers podcast. TIA, the trusted voice for third-party logistics companies of all sizes. Thank you in advance for joining. In this episode of TIA Delivers podcast, we sit down with TIA board member and vice president of NATCO, Corey Ackley. Corey discusses the benefits of TIA membership and why it is important to be an involved member. And thanks to our podcast sponsor, the TIA Foundation, influencing 3PL growth and profitability for over 40 years. Let's get started. Hi, Corey. Um, Welcome to our podcast, and thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate the opportunity to join you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So if you're all set, we can go ahead and get started. Um, We're focusing on small businesses in TIA today. So as NATCO has been in operation for more than 25 years and joined TIA back in 2013, as a business that had already been around for 15 years before joining, what was it about TIA that made you become a member in the first place? That's an excellent question, and it actually took me back to my early days within NATCO. Um, I came into the business in 2003, kind of on the sidelines, um, didn't really have um, a long-term role at NATCO at that point in time, and came in while I was in grad school. Uh, my father started NATCO, but he was an absent owner, and he was kind of questioning the performance of the company and just had some questions overall. And located in Nebraska is where my family's from. NATCO's based in Dallas, Texas. So he wasn't real visible within the company as well. So as he gave me an opportunity to go back to grad school, I took him up on it with the condition of working at NACO. So um, fast forward a few years, my father got sick and suddenly passed away. So it was kind of said, go fix NACO or go figure out how NACO works. So I came into NACO essentially full-time in 2006-2007 range and was really trying to just figure out what direction was up. Um, Unfortunately, with the lack of attention from my dad, there was several key employees who maybe didn't have NACO's best interest at heart. So I had to kind of push water uphill a little bit to find my way. And in the course of that, obviously noticed that NACO was not... um, not active in anything from an industry perspective, very much on an island. I was told by management that we're different and we're over here, nobody understands. So as I started weeding through and trying to learn more about NATCO and what we needed to do, I think it was my my DAT rep came to visit and my truck stop rep all within a course of a few months. And the topic of TIA came up and in the course of discussing with them, they said, you should really go to the conference in San Antonio this year. So looking at the calendar, looking at the data of what TIA was and what the educational opportunities and networking, I said, sign me up. So I think that was in like 08, 09 range. And I have been involved ever since. The 2013 range, I do think we joined at that point because it was just Mm -hmm. completely an oversight on my part and kind of like, how do we become more active? And also we were 
we were very challenged as a company at that point in time, unfortunately, due to prior management. So moving forward, I saw the opportunity and the welcoming of the TIA and how much it benefited our company, not only me personally and professionally, but also our team. So that is kind of how we rolled into TIA and became an active member. Yeah. So then you guys have been members for about nine years now. Um, What do you see as some of the core aspects of TIA membership that have successfully helped your small business grow within the transportation and logistics industry overall? I would say the availability of resources and the partnerships that TIA has with their key vendors. That has been a very Um, key aspect to us because we know that they are active in the industry, they understand our business, and having those resources has been key, not only as a vendor, but also peer review. If they're involved in the TIA, they tend to have a very good following, and you can bounce those ideas off other members um, because they're so forthcoming with information and willing to assist. That is something that I quickly noticed within the membership of the TIA is it's a good solid network and we're like kind of our own little family in a way. And they Mm -hmm. make you feel welcomed um, regardless of size and background. They are, the members are eager to help Um, one another. So I'd say that that is something that has very much helped us grow. Yeah, I will say that's one thing that I think is most unique about TIA and its members is everyone is technically sort of competing with each other, but everyone is such a big community and everyone is so welcoming and and so about helping each other throughout the industry. So, yeah. And then you are someone who is actively involved on the volunteer side of our association all the time, serving on multiple committees and boards. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about the benefit of participating in TIA communities and what are the benefits to the individual volunteering as well as the company? Absolutely. It's it's been a great experience. Um, One thing, I think it was several years ago, I think probably like three or four years ago, I was approached by one of the uh, PAC committee chairs who was a good personal friend of mine and playing golf at one of the conferences and we started talking (laughs) about the, the benefits of PAC and how it relates to our business and why it's important to be actively involved. Um, so I took, a, took her up on the opportunity and said, you know what, this is a t- an area I can get involved in. I saw the positives and said, let's, let's help out here. And as that continued, I could see the benefit of not only working with individuals on different committees or um, small groups, it was also just a great resource. Like you said, we're all essentially competitors, but yet we still have the same goal is the betterment of our industry and our businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, So that just kind of progressed. And the same individual approached me about becoming active on the board. And I said, you know, gladly put in my name and was elected to the board two years ago now, I think. And um, from that point became more involved in seeing how the TIA works. That was something that, you know, there were so many different avenues and chapters and different areas of expertise. So the committees have given me a broader view of what the TIA brings to the table. And Mm -hmm. sitting in on the hiring committee for Anne to the educational aspect, 
it's been a great experience to work with other members and to see their background, where their businesses are, and have that like-mindedness, but yet we're working together and brainstorming. Right. And as a member of the TIA PAC board and a small business leader, um, do you want to talk a little bit about the importance of participating in the advocacy efforts that TIA does from a small business perspective? That then is something has been very eye opening to me. Um, you know, being involved in the pack not only just from a donation standpoint, um, but at events, but also going to the fly in. Um, after hearing phenomenal feedback about the fly in and how it's such a wonderful experience to work with others um, from your region. Um, obviously, I'm based in Texas, so we have a, a big group that usually attends the pack flying mm-hmm. in. <laughs> Working together with that group has been eye-opening to see that it's regardless of size. We all have common interests, common concerns that directly relate to our day-to-day business operations. And so I took a chance and said, you know what, let's let's do it. Let's go out to DC. Let's let's see what the PAC meeting fly-ins about. Um, I have family in the area, so it was kind of I could, you know, do two things at once. And after going once, I said, you know, I would never miss again. It was a wonderful experience to maneuver Capitol Hill and also have, you know, the TIA government affairs, Chris and his team you know, leading us and preparing and making us feel so comfortable with what we needed to discuss that it it really opened my eyes to our voice matters and we need to continue to speak to get the attention of our, our elected officials so they can see our businesses and what really impacts our day to day life. Yeah, and I was going to say, just a small personal plug, um, with Policy Forum, it, we always get the feedback that it's like, once you go once, you can't imagine not going in the you future. Never, yeah, you never turn around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which That's we love true. to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think we just have one last question for you. Um, so a large portion of our TA members actually fall into the small business category. So do you have any advice for these companies as they navigate not only TIA membership, but the industry as a whole? What are some tips you would give them as they seek to grow and scale their brokerages? One tip is to, if you feel you're not getting your membership, you know, membership's worth or to or getting the resources back, you got to put in, you got to put into the effort to attend, to become, to participate, even if it's on a, on a lab, the lunch and learns or to a committee, attend a couple TIA events and then learn how, I, I should say probably network with others because obviously the TIA is a group of, if they see somebody new, they're going to be very welcoming and they want to know about your business. I think that there's, by just participating, you're going to get opportunities to learn more, to take back to your business. Um, That's the biggest advice I can give to people is join us. Join us in our events, join us in um, the conference, in the educational seminars. If you play golf, play golf. You know, you're going to be able to make a lot of friends and a lot of industry peers who can assist your business. Um, there was times like when I first started joining, I was kind of overwhelmed. 
um, but then was quickly welcomed in, um, not only from the women in logistics to the, at that time, young entrepreneurs or young business leaders for myself, which no longer considered that age bracket anymore, <laughs> but um, I still think I am, but I'm not. Um, so it's just, you got to put in the effort in order to get the return. Um, it's not going to come to you, but if you, it's the smallest effort by attending and being eager to learn more, the, the TIA members and staff will embrace you. We'd love to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Corey, I just want to go ahead and thank you again for your time today. Um, I'm sure our members are going to love this discussion and learn uh, how TIA has really helped you. So thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks again to Corey Ackley for joining us today, and we appreciate her insight into leadership and TIA membership. Please visit www.tianet.org if you'd like to learn more about how TIA and TIA membership can help your business grow and become more profitable. Also, don't forget to join us in person or virtually for TIA's 2021 Policy Forum, September 28th and 29th in Washington, D.C. And again, thanks to our sponsor, the TIA Foundation, for being a valued partner in the production of this podcast.